This is the Best of Daily Devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information, go to believerstogether.com. Hey, we're in chapter 8 of the book of Acts today, and we're going to be picking it up in verse 9. Now, as far as context, what's been going on here is persecution had begun to arrive uh, in the early church. And certainly the advancement of the gospel was calling attention to Satan as to what was happening here, what was going on. And as the old saying goes, what is precious to Jesus becomes very important to Satan. So in verse 9, we pick up the account after we had seen uh, the uh, story uh, just prior to this, uh, how Stephen had been uh, stoned to death, and we pick it up in verse 9 in a different kind of persecution. But there was a certain man, Simon by name, who used to practice sorcery in the city and amazed the people of Samaria, making himself out to be some great one. To whom they all listened, from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is that great power of God. They listened to him for a long time. He had amazed them with his sorceries. Now we all need to know today that history is full of individuals who have been able to do seemingly miraculous works of healing and acts of supernatural. And many of these people have personally claimed or perhaps been at least accredited to uh, belonging to the power of God. Simon was, was one such character. You must remember that Satan, you know, he's a sly foe. One who is recorded as having masqueraded as an angel of light. Do we think that he is therefore not capable or willing to do some perceived good works in order to ultimately deceive the masses? Again, look at the the likes of modern-day Edgar Cayce or this John of God fella down in Brazil. How does this kind of thing happen? Well, people are often looking for what astonishes them more than they're looking for the truth. And it certainly is a human failing that has plagued the church seemingly now, as we read this, right from the beginning. Verse 12 says, But when they believed Philip preaching good news concerning God's kingdom and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon himself also believed. Being baptized, he continued with Philip, seeing signs and great miracles occurring. He was amazed. Now, the truth would be revealed this time in its early infant stages. Philip while perhaps theologically immature, still would take down this Simon, if you will, on his own home turf. Such is the direct result of the involvement of the Holy Spirit in a situation. Because it wasn't because Philip was brilliant or because he was some biblical genius. No, this was God's work, not Philip's. The text tells us now that this Simon believed. Hmm. I wonder if that's enough. I mean, after all, Scripture tells us in many places that if we believe, quote-unquote, we shall be saved. 
However, the debate is not whether that statement is a fact, but rather what it actually means to believe. You see, belief is only as, as good as that which our belief is placed upon. James 2.19 tells us, You believe that God is one and you do well. The demons also believe and shudder. <laughs> so I don't expect to bump into any demons on the streets of eternity. So there must be a greater explanation as to what this means, believe. You see, the question is whether one believes in or believes on. To believe in is to acknowledge his existence and even his deity and power. To believe on is to actually place one's faith and trust and even one's life in the hands of the object of that belief. So, did Simon believe in or believe on? Verse 14, it says, Now when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them, who when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet he had fallen on none of them, they had only been baptized in the name of Christ Jesus. Then they laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. So now, so now it appears that the apostles, back up in Jerusalem, having heard that God was now being unleashed up in Samaria, they did what we all tend to do. They wanted to jump on board. So they sent some boys on up there to check it out. And what they did when they arrived is critical to our understanding of both the previous discussion, back in verse 12 and 13, but uh, it also herein lies the separation from what we discussed between the in and the on camps. Do I believe in or do I believe on? Peter and John brought with them the understanding of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Apparently, many of these new believers were then filled with that Holy Spirit, pushing them from the camp of believing in to the camp of believing on. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com. <laughs>